If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beanies. Hi, Frank and Beanies. Hello, Frank and Beanies. <laughs> Franks and Beanies. Franks and Beanies, plural. Yeah, plural. Franks and Beanies. That's what we're going to call the audience from now on. Yeah. Welcome to the Frank and Beans podcast. Thanks for joining us again. I'm uh, Beth. I'm Brian. And in the studio, she <laughs> drove five hours to be here. <laughs> she didn't really. It's Missy. It's me. It's there Missy. she is. Missy. Our, our very special guest. Very and special guest. Very special guest. Probably our most special guest. Um, I agree. Yeah. Um, well, you know, uh, to, we have Missy has been on the show before. Um, she helped Brian in my absence talk about um, first dates, and they talked a lot about the where of a first date. And I think they determined that um, that a coffee date is a good first date because you know you get the, the there's an easy out, it's comfortable, it's inexpensive, and it's easy. So that was sort of the where. Yeah, the um, um, yeah. kind of the lunch lunchtime coffee date. Yes, is yeah. probably the best way to get out of it right yeah and that that also affords like people are going to be looking for you so if you accidentally ended up with somebody that's going to like you know abduct you <laughs> the first 24 right. hours are so important that's true so, i didn't even you think know, people are going to notice that you didn't come back to work that's true whoa that was a total dynamic that you guys did not talk about that <laughs> but that's a hundred percent true like immediate reaction instead of like oh you went to bed and that was the first eight hours you were actually missing but <laughs> right. <laughs> oh shit well that's a good point um, we also talked with Megan Welch a little bit about uh, first date stories. Which kind of was, funny first date stories. It was a so. lot of fun, yeah. And um, so today I think we're going to talk about the what. You know, we we talked about the where, um, but like what what do you do? What do you talk about? You know, um, so you know, uh, I think what you know what you talk about on a first date is to me it's always tough because I fucking hate small talk. There is nothing more painful to me than like, how's the weather? Do you have family? I have family. Blah blah blah. You know. Um, so yeah, what do you what do you guys so think? So awkward. Yeah. For sure. So um, things that we should talk about on a first date. Let's. I, I think it's probably easier to start on things that we shouldn't talk about. Yeah. And I had a web page saved on my phone, which Missy is not occupying right now. <laughs> so yeah. But uh, no, I wrote down everything. Oh, cool. Okay. I can tell you one thing that, well, obviously controversial subjects uh-huh. are, you know, something to avoid. Like, you know, anything that's um, too much about like your personal beliefs sure. is probably like something to leave for later on. Like, unless it's, I don't know. Well, I read... I feel like... I feel like though that it can it can be kind of good to broach some of those semi serious topics kind yeah. of early on at least maybe not first date. Yeah, it's not like how do you, you feel know, about I mean, abortion? If it's a deal breaker for you <laughs> that if you don't want to have kids and I do, that's a deal breaker. You may as well get it out of the way early. That's you true. Know? That's yeah. true. And but it's like figure out this isn't somebody to waste my time with. Mm-hmm. Definitely, but maybe don't talk about like hey. If we did get yeah. pregnant on accident, how would you feel about me aborting it? Ooh, like that, yeah. would, that would probably be something <laughs> to avoid. That's a good topic to leave off of a first date. Yeah, yeah. But definitely. I think um, I read something years and years and years ago, and like the three topics not to talk about were politics, religion, and the same thing as like uh, Thanksgiving: politics, religion, and holidays. Sex. Oh wait, what? You're not supposed to talk about politics, religion, or sex, or on, sex. A first, on a first date. And I think it's important to cover all three of those. And it's weird that you say yeah. that because the same as Thanksgiving. Because I'm like, that pretty much sounds like a Franzak Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I, you know, we're a weird family. So <laughs> but I, I think you should get that stuff out of the way. Like politics, if this is going to be a problem that comes up later yeah definitely let's deal with it now you could i mean but i think maybe that might be more like second or third date when you're really talking about just initial first date and you're on this coffee date you know this coffee lunch date that you guys were talking about okay fair enough you know stuff that i think is more on the table is like um 
you know, like, let's say, uh, you know, we pull into the Starbucks, we meet, and then um, I see he's wearing a Green Bay Packers shirt. And I'm like, that's a deal breaker for me. <laughs> so I'm out of here. No, but, um, but you know, like, oh, like maybe they notice the Cubs stickers on the back of my, um, uh, on the back of my Jeep. And they're like, oh, you like baseball? And then you can talk about, you know, like for me, you know, sports are always a really great subject to talk about because everybody kind of has their teams, no matter how into sports or not you are. I think that's a good subject. Sure. Yeah, I like sure. that one. Yeah. Something, I mean, you can keep it kind of light. On the on the work day, lunch day, um, you obviously don't have a whole lot of time to get into any kind of really deep topics. And hopefully by the time you've made it to this date, you've already talked at least a little bit to know the gist of who this person is. Um, you know, as far as like, do they have family or not? Um, sure. you know, cause a lot of the time, the first things we bring up during the phone exchange conversations is like, my name's Melissa. I'm a social worker. What do you do? Sure. And so you kind of have some of those things already figured out, which kind of gives you a little bit of a launching point for when you get to these lunch date work, you know, work lunch dates um, to help you kind of figure out, like, I want to get a little bit more information attached to what I already know. So I know you have two brothers. Definitely. Yeah. You know? I think that's a good point. What are like fun things you like to do with that with them. Yeah. Or like if, if you, you do. Yeah. You already know their profession, for instance, like, so maybe then you get into like, oh, well, how did you get into that? You know, what, what made yeah. you, what made you want to be a property manager? Not that that's what I do for a living or anything like that. Or, you know, um, <laughs> Uh, another good one, you know, I think is like uh, locality, you know, like me, I moved here six months ago. So I'm like, oh, you know, have you always, uh, you know, are you from Northwest Arkansas originally? You know, have you ever lived anywhere else is always kind of something that like That's, opens up more. It's an open ended conversation versus right. just like, yes, no, you know, next question, press conference kind of. <laughs> That's a big thing in our right. area in Northwest Arkansas, because Nobody that lives here was like born here. It's the mm -hmm. weirdest thing. We live in like the um, body snatchers of Arkansas <laughs> area. Nobody was ever, ever, ever born here. They just yeah. migrate here. It's the weirdest thing. It really is. And it's kind of funny because <laughs> like the people that do, well, maybe they live in Fayetteville because they lived in a smaller town. Like we have several comedian friends who are from Harrison, which is like the teeny tiny KKK capital of the country, I right. guess. And, um, you know, they flock to Fayetteville because it's like the big city of progressive, you know, at beliefs and whatnot, which I get that. But even they didn't grow up in Fayetteville, you know, and um, but pretty much. Yeah. Everyone else I've met is like not from here. No. And then I don't know what it is about growing up here that makes you want to leave. But it feels like once you live here, you don't ever want to leave like as an adult. Right. I like I love it here. But yeah, back to, Excuse me. you know, see, that would have been a great first date conversation. <laughs> right. What brought, what brought you to this area? Why are you here? Not getting too deep, but go ahead. <laughs> no, there's a little delay whenever we're talking on the phone. So we got to give Missy a chance uh, to. Yeah. You know, I, I think it can also be a really good um, thing just to bring up like points of interest, like hobbies. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe favorite things to do if we, you know, if you're living in Northwest Arkansas, you know, what are some of your favorite places to go? Um, because that can give you an idea, like, is this somebody that's enjoying things that I enjoy? And this might be somebody that we would want to hang out with just because we like the same thing. Sure. Okay. That's a great point. Like, okay, Brian and I, um, you know, like we ended up becoming friends from that. You know, like those conversations right. that we had like that. And it's like, you know, you're meeting this person for the first time. And yeah, it's a date. So you're hoping there's romantic interest there. But maybe you just find out that you have like all this crap in common and then you end up becoming best friends. Right. Exactly. And then it's still a win. I mean, in my book, that's the way I kind of look yeah. at it is if I come out of the dating experience with a handful of new friends then I'm still expanding my network of people that I know, which increases my chances of meeting, you know, new people who might know somebody who knows somebody, you know, like it just, it increases the opportunity to just have more enrichment in your life. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, it's not only a, a big gauge of, uh, yeah, uh, like, you know, whether or not you might want to have a second date with this person, but whether or not you can even see them in your life, you know, so. Right. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, so, you know, those are good uh, topics on what you might want to talk about. But like, what about what you might want to do? You know, like we talked about, okay, the coffee date is a cool first date. But, you know, maybe you have the kind of job that doesn't really let you get away during the day. So you, you know, you have an uh, an early evening, you know, or whatever date. Like, what would you want to go do? Say if a guy's like, hey, let's get together at 7 p.m. tonight, Missy. I mean, I still think if it's a first date situation, it's just nice to have like a low pressure, um, casual kind of experience. You know, I told Brian, you know, every kind of every first date that I walk into, I walk into it anticipating that I'm going to be paying for myself because a, it's just what feels comfortable to me, yeah. and you know, and b, then if I don't end up paying for myself, it's just you know, like a real exciting Christmas. <laughs> yeah, <present>. definitely. <laughs> um, you know, but so I'd prefer, you know, for, so when when somebody says like, "Hey, let's go meet at this real expensive, fancy restaurant," I may be sitting there thinking, like, "Wow, like this is." <laughs> this wasn't maybe a, not really fitting into my budget. I right was just now. gonna say this you wasn't know, really like in the budget. Like <laughs> no, I yeah. know, I know, hundred percent that there are women out there that are anticipating every single date should be paid for by the man. No way, um, Jose. You know, I do I not know. Totally get that. No, um, but that's not me. So for me, I'm I'm going like let's do something casual. Let's meet at the bar. Let's. Um, have a few drinks and just get to know one another. Yeah. You know, maybe share some pretzels and cheese, you know? For sure. <laughs> do you know what one of my favorite yeah. things to do uh, it, on like a casual first date is actually go and play mini golf? Because mm-hmm. it's like an experience where, okay, so, you know, you're you're going to be together for like at least an hour or so, right? Um, but, you know, it's fun. It's low pressure. It's inexpensive. And then it's also like if it didn't go well, you can be like, well, thanks a lot. That was fun. And then be part ways. But if you did have fun, then you can be like, hey, you want to go grab a drink after, you know, now or whatever. Um, It's one of those things where like it's an activity that limits the date to a certain amount of time, kind of like a lunch break. But, you know, Mm -hmm. it also provides you the option to to continue afterwards. So. There's the cr- yeah. the first crack of the day. <laughs> I was going to say, um, a lot of the, the best first dates that I've ever been on have started with something like mini golf or coffee, but it's like, hey, what are you doing now? Would you like to go across the street for drinks? Yeah. Would you like to get a bite to eat over here? Right. Um, the best first yeah. dates I've ever been on have been something that started out as something stupid, something that you can get out of, but nobody wants to get out of it. They want to continue the rest of the night definitely yeah 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 no i think that that all sounds really great like and i think it's wise to consider options that have like a start and finish but then could extend if you are jiving really well definitely or like bowling is another one that's like something fun because Mm -hmm. even if like okay like let's say you know bowling or mini golf you're gonna have fun doing it you know what i mean so even if it's um you know, even if it's not somebody you see yourself with the, you know, the rest of your life with, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's still you at least had fun. So, right. And you get a good gauge of whether or not this person is a fun, like, you know, because even if they suck at something, you know, like I, I pretty much suck at all things that require any kind of athletic ability. <laughs> and yet I love doing them. Oh, you know, I know. Like, yeah, I for me, sure. Take me to play tennis because I'm going to suck it up, but it's going to be the most hilarious time of my life. So, oh, definitely. Um, you me- know, but if, if he can't manage that, like if he can't manage the fact that I suck at it um, and that I talk big game like the whole way leading up to it um then he's not for me you know like for sure and and it gives you kind of a good feel for whether or not that person's gonna be a good sport and a fun person to hang out with definitely yeah and i'm super competitive like (laughs) like unholy competitive so um Yeah. yeah so it's like Oh, even though, <laughs> sorry, Brian keeps screwing with the sound. I'm like, I do. Ah, I, I, I am. I'm trying to get this right. It was fine, and then whatever you just touched, now it screwed it up again. No, I mean that was just oh, no. that was just the volume going to our headphones. Oh, okay. So. Well, I can you turn it back up because it's okay for me. I'm talking, sorry. talking, talking, talking. That's okay. We're boy, good. boy, 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 boy. <laughs> All right, we're back. We're back. We're back. Sorry, <laughs> sorry for that quick 
commercial break. Um, if we had sponsors, that'd be the best. That would have been a perfect. In. Yeah. So if you want to sponsor, if us. you want to sponsor the show, by all means, we will mention you during the times where Brian is fiddling around with the sound. Yeah. FNB podcast yeah. at gmail.com. Yeah. F N F as in Frank N as in Nancy B as in boy podcast.com. Fair enough. Yeah. So here's some cool stuff of what you shouldn't talk about during a first date. Oh, okay. Let's do I it. I always like the downside of things. I'm a pessimist. You are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you shouldn't talk about your ex. <gasps> Never. Well, not oh, on the first yeah, date. No. Definitely not on the first date. Not on the first date? Not on the first date. Ever. Well, I mean, you can talk about it later on because... You know, like I think it's nice to know where people come from and what they've been through and all this other stuff, but, but not, not on, on the, the first date. date. Yeah, like all especially right. because yeah. okay, let's say you're on dates, you know, two, three, four, whatever, and you kind of like are like, okay, I like this person, I can see this going further. Then it's time to say, okay, where are you at in your headspace when it comes to when was your last relationship? What happened there? You know, because right. like they're like, you know, I had a situation recently and where they were like, yeah, we just broke up a week ago. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you are definitely not in a space where you're ready to, like, jump into anything again, Mm -hmm. which was fine. Um, Right. So, you know, then I just, I knew that it wasn't going to be anything serious. So, but, you know, you know, that I wasn't going to talk about that on the first date. Well, it wasn't really. Sure. It wasn't really a date. (laughs) You know, I mean, date per se. Something that I, I think of with this conversation too is like if if the only thing that he seems to be able to talk about is his ex and how crazy she is and how terrible she is and he's really you know it, it's yeah. very, it's quite possible that she is all of those things but to me I am thinking like if this ends between the two of us is this how he's going to represent me too that is a great point that is a great you know, point. And I, I don't want that. You know, I don't want to be described in that way. I don't want to be treated in that way, you know, and it's not that it would necessarily happen for sure, but right. it's kind of something that sticks into my mind is like, uh, you know, cause in every relationship that ends, there's two sides to the story. Sure. Definitely. Um, definitely. I mean, not that know? I can ever imagine anybody talking bad about you, Missy, because <laughs> I love you, but <laughs> <laughs> I promise you it doesn't happen. <laughs> Believe me, I can be a little cunty myself. I guarantee you. At the same time, at the same time, if someone can just sit there and go all night talking about how bad their ex was, it makes you wonder. They're it not over it. They're yeah. not over it. They're yeah. not over it. And yeah, and in fact, if the more you talk about it, the more I know it's still obsessive in your brain, and you're definitely not over it. Right. So yeah, the exes. That's right. a great point. You know, not not date one conversation. Once you get to a couple dates in, maybe that's the time to talk about it because then you can gauge the seriousness. Yeah. But what, what were yeah. the next ones, Brian? The second um, thing not to talk about on the first date is yourself. And reading this article, it said that dating and having a conversation on the first date is supposed to be like ping pong. It's not supposed to be like, well, I make this much money a year and I drive this kind of car. <laughs> if that, if that. I was just going to make a joke, Brian. You My dick is this big. I was, I was going to say, Brian, if you're looking for a second date, you don't want to tell that girl how much you make. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. I'm Zing. Just kidding. Zing. There it is. <laughs> oh, I, I, I hesitated because... I, I upset Brian this weekend. <laughs> he was but, mad at me and he's like, quit making fun of me, you jerk. And I'm like, oh. Beth was in a timeout. I was until, in a timeout. <laughs> until about an hour ago. Until about an hour ago. Like, okay. yeah. It's not about how much you make. It's about how you spend it. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Just the same thing with the dick size. Sometimes. Right. Yeah. So you're I know some... You're, some people who have quite a bit of money and they spend every single penny of it on worthless junk. Stop talking about me that way, Missy. I spend like it's the end of the fucking world. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, and I'm not going to judge somebody on how they spend their money necessarily. If you're single and you're doing your thing, do your thing, you know, like that's, it's totally available to you. But, um, I mean, just because somebody's making a ton of money doesn't mean that they've got money. 
Right. A hundred percent sure, yeah. I think the purpose of this was to, you know, ask more questions about the person than you're giving them information about yourself. Don't just talk about yourself the entire time. I make this much, you know, these are my hobbies. These are my things that I am passionate about. Uh, Here's how much money I make. Here's the big square footage (laughs) of my house. Square footage of my penis. What do you do if you're sitting in the date and the other person is just not talking? Like, you're trying to ask questions, you're trying to create that balance in in the, the game of conversation and having it go back and forth, and you're trying to help that out, but they just won't talk. So have I, you guys ever had that happen? I absolutely sure. have had that happen, and in fact, I yeah. literally said that person had the personality of a wet mop, quote, unquote. Yes. <laughs> like, and, um, you know, and honestly, at that point, there's like, you just know the date is doomed because... I don't know. I mean, I'm we all are so extroverted and it's like, you know, somebody like that, it's just not going to work out. So you kind of just for me in that situation, I just muddle through, talk about how good the salsa is and then just like, you know, burn time until the check comes. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was going to say, like, the the time that I had that happen, it was just like, he was just the biggest lump of nothing sitting across the table, you know, and I did find that on that date, it felt like all I did was talk about myself, because it was just like, (laughs) I tried to ask questions, and it was nothing, and then I'm like, (laughs) so, maybe if I give him something to ask questions about... (laughs) For me, that'll right. help. And it was just the, it was the most awkward situation because I can talk to a rock. Oh you know, yeah, like, definitely. But you I know what? You can, can only all day long. You can <laughs> you can only say so many things about the salsa. There's only so much shit to say right. about that salsa. You know, it's and then tomatoes you just... <laughs> and onion and cilantro. Like, yeah, there's three things yeah, you can say rude. about it. <laughs> you can maybe extend out to the. Do you know that one percent of people in the population? think cilantro tastes like soap fuck those people and yeah and then that's it then you're yeah. done date over okay check please <laughs> right <laughs> if, if you get to the one percent that thinks cilantro tastes like soap that date is over okay <laughs> this will not work it's not gonna work no that's what so not related to dating but just a quick story i had a foreign exchange student live with me for a while and the very first night she came to live with me, I'd made this crock pot of taco soup that had cilantro in it um, because I love it. And she's eating and she goes, uh, coriander? And I said, no. What? And she said, coriander. And I was like, no, like I didn't put coriander in it. <laughs> I didn't know coriander and cilantro are the same thing. No way. I didn't know that until just now. Are they? Yeah, no, I didn't know that. I was Shut allergic the fuck to allergic coriander. She's allergic. And I almost, I was like, I almost killed my exchange student on her first night. <laughs> oh my in God. <laughs> That's hilarious. Frank and Beans and learning podcast. Right. <laughs> like, yes. It's crazy. <laughs> Mm. Oh my god! Also, when are you coming over to make me that taco soup? Because that sounds unbelievable. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know, I will. I will make it for you guys when you come to Manhattan to visit me. Fair enough. Good point. Yeah. Fair enough. We we did promise you that. <laughs> yes. I may have been drinking when I said that, but you can hold me to it, so don't worry. <laughs> Brian and I will not shy away from a road trip. We drove 10 hours to Chicago together. So. Well, there was Cubs yeah. opening day, so I it mean... It was snow-pinning day. Snow-pinning day. Um, <laughs> hey, the third topic you shouldn't talk about on yeah. the first day yeah. <laughs> is family drama. Yeah, no. If Nobody I, wants to hear that. Okay, unless, unless you know the date is going nowhere and you want him to, to just head for the hills hey, you're good, trying to scare good them point. off yeah good point good point these this yeah. could be the list of things not to talk about or things to talk about if you want the date to end immediately <laughs> right no that's a good point because like you said with the guy that you were you were on a date with and he just wasn't reciprocating on the conversation bring up your family drama right bring up uh yeah. bring up the ex yeah yeah yeah. Talk about yourself. Also. I like it. I like it. <laughs> it's interesting, you know, how these conversations just organically learn. You learn something from it. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. family drama, like that is like it, to me on a first date, that would never come up because anything that's going on in my family, you would have to know these people. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, right. you know, I don't know. I just I don't, that would never come up in a million years to me. 
like yeah. oh you know my sister jane am i right you know it's like <laughs> oh who i'm sorry what <laughs> like, you know unless you wanted to end the date yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean usually you're trying to put your best foot forward at a first date or in yeah. the beginning phases of getting to know somebody you don't want to be airing all your dirty laundry like right. i think that's an easy one what's yeah. the next one how many are these well, there's nine, there. but I only wrote down six because I was at the bar. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> um, so number four is your sexual preference. Hey, I like doggy style. What do you like? What? Who talked about that on the first day? <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, this salsa's great. By the way, I like to get fucked from behind. Right. <laughs> Speaking of speaking of doggy style, though, it's like speaking of salsa. Do you like blowjobs? Like no, <laughs> right. Like, right? No, no, no one would do that. What's yeah. the next one? So that's number four. Number five is money. You should money. Talk about oh, okay. money. We already okay, talked yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. On that. Um, number you six was number six was kind of interesting. It was too much too soon. So you don't want to tell your first date. Yes. I want to have five kids. And I want to. I want three girls and two boys, and I want to name them. Yeah, Michaela and yeah. Joe and blah blah blah. Yeah, no, like you want a and little if bit. We got married. Our our initials would spell out. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. Or like, okay, if Megan Welch was telling us of her funny first date story, and literally this guy was like, "When you move in with me, blah blah blah." And she was like, sure. "Whoa, like, breaks. Uh, what? We're on a first date, bro." Like, and, and that's probably the lower end of that spectrum. Of yeah. too much too soon but yeah don't go into what you, I, like revealing too much about yourself I think is really what they're talking about you know right. we're like mm-hmm. me I, you know I don't want to be like yeah I have a massive alcohol addiction and I can't seem to keep my hand out of a bag of Oreos you know right. like no maybe yeah. <laughs> I have student loans that equal a yeah. BMW SUV yeah woof student loans am I right yeah <laughs> guess how much my payments are that goes to the money topic my but. credit score yeah oh, sure yeah, yeah. I have had guys do that on a date where they're like, I don't know if it's like that they're like trying to like prep me for the fact that because, you know, like maybe on the surface, it seems like I have my shit together, even though I'm a huge piece of shit. But like they'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, well, I had a bad divorce that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And now I have this like 558 credit score or whatever. And it's like too much too soon for sure right it leads into some of the other things like money and it seems it lends in, into that whole don't talk about your ex thing but it's like i get wanting to be like forthcoming about like hey my finances aren't in the greatest place but not on a fucking first no. day no. like jesus like that stuff like i don't care believe me i'm doing fine financially by myself so I don't need yeah. a man to be like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not something that I need from somebody. I, I All I'm looking for is a companion, not somebody right. that has money and, you know, whatever. Or like, you know, like, oh, if we can't finance a house together, I'm not going to date you. Like, no, it doesn't matter to me. But, you know, I have well, had guys do that. Like, they think like, well, I better tell her now or she's going to be pissed off later. It's like, no. No, no. Yeah. And I've, I've had that guy that I was seeing early on that I got the impression that like wait a minute you're looking for me to basically be your sugar mama like oh my god you know, like no I'm not going to rescue from you from life like no <laughs> joke yeah and I think that's like you know and it's funny because you know I, I I you know I'm relatively successful like you know with my career and and financially I'm doing okay like I said but you know I think sometimes guys in this day and age will literally look at that and be like, you know, there's like a gold digger man side too, you know, where I'm like, I'm like, look, you know, again, like I mentioned earlier, I spend like it's the end of the fucking world. So I'm not rich or anything like that. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, is like, you know, I have a pretty nice place and, you know, I have a great job and it's like, you know, I've dated pieces of shits before and it's not going to happen again. So, you know, but there are those guys out yeah. there that are like looking for that. It's crazy. So anyway, so what's the next Brian, one, Brian? Brian. Well, that was the only ones that I wrote down. Because okay, I was Brian, at the bar. you, you got to say it. Me pee pee boy. <laughs> <laughs> You'll notice there was a brief pause of Brian was not here. I didn't talk for a while because I went to the bathroom. Um, <laughs> Our wonderful friend Zach Slusher, who has the Trash Blood podcast, which is amazing totally. uh, comedian, Trash Blood podcast. 
Um, whenever you go pee on his show, you got to come back and say, me pee pee boy. So me pee pee boy. And Brian and I have made it through five episodes without going pee oh, one single time. So I had to make him do it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, while I was in there, I heard something that kind of like, Beth, if you wouldn't mind, I know that you have a part of your set that is about that credit score. Oh, yeah. If you wouldn't mind, like, do you mind putting this on public? You know, it's okay, because this is essentially copyrighted material because it is a podcast. Right. Yeah, so um, that I don't mind. Normally, like, just a quick background on what he's saying. Comedians never normally want videos or recordings of their material because it's, like, intellectual material is, like, it's easy to steal. So if, if I just tell a joke on stage and someone records it and puts it on the internet, like anybody could steal it. But this is protected by SoundCloud and iTunes and everything. So Fair no enough, one yeah. can steal it. Um, so I do this whole thing where I'm like, um, actually the, the most recent way I've been saying is, uh, you know, my picker is way off. My dating history can essentially be described as the asshole hall of fame. Um, I'm like, but <laughs> I'm like, my dating profile should basically just say low credit score, sorted criminal history. Swipe right, fellows. You've come to the right place. But only if you promise to cheat on me and let me support you financially for the next two years. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm doing great with dating is what we're saying there. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of relevant from what I heard from. I think the, the general bathroom. consensus is that. Um, probably none of the three of us is doing that amazing. <laughs> I mean, we're doing a, a dating and relationship podcast and just kind of faking it as we go along. Well, and so we fully disclosed right. in not only the teaser, but also the first episode where we're like, the reason we're qualified to talk about this is because we're so fucking bad at it that we're <laughs> learn from our mistakes. Learn from our mistakes. This is, here's what not to do. <laughs> Let me so see if anyway. I can pull up the other. The other three that the I'm other missing. Three. Um, negative Nancy. Yeah, do not be. Yeah. Ne- I hate that. So that that would be number seven. Don't be a negative Nancy. My life is horrible. You should date me because I'm so depressed and I have nothing going for me. Like my low credit score, and tiny penis. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, but if you want to talk about your penis size. This may come up, but I feel like it could go under negative Nancy too. But don't be really rude about other people. Like when we're people watching, because people watching is amazing. Oh yeah, and hell it's yeah! Fun to have some lighthearted conversation about the people in the room, but don't be rude directly to people. Like you know, or really negative towards people because that's not attractive at all. No, no, no. I mean, you know, yeah. Like we can start reading the room for filth later on, but. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I get that. The next one is the we person. And I kind of like this this one because I do this a lot and I've heard it a lot. And you just said we. Um, A we person. A we we? um, (laughs) I'm just kidding. The we person is the man or woman who uses we consistently. We should go there next. We should have three children. We should do this. We should do that. The we person. If somebody was like, we yeah. should have three children, I would literally like slide my body like a slithering snake <laughs> out of that booth. <laughs> out, like just, you like, you ever seen that like, like video where it's like me on Monday at work and it's like a person just sliding on their back like down the stairs. That would be me just <laughs> slithering out of that restaurant. Like, no. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, the way I definitely get that because then you're like, ooh, you're already yeah. assuming we're a couple or right. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's like, another. We t- haven't even decided if we're gonna meet again. Yeah, right. yeah. That's the appropriate we for a first yeah. date, right? Be a me person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. And the last one is uh, low self esteem remarks. Yeah, I hate that too. Yeah, and I mean, I, yeah. I think that kind of goes with the what was it, the Debbie Downer. Oh, negative Nancy. Negative Nancy. That's what I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. that there's a Debbie Downer, negative Nancy. There's more than one yeah. name. No, they're both the same oh, person. Oh, the same thing. Yeah. But damn, I bet. I, were the '80s like a tough time? Because those are like '80s names, like <laughs> Debbie and Nancy. Like, Debbie and Nancy. They no can't get anywhere. No one's named their child those since the '70s. Like, <laughs> <laughs> tough times were tough back then. <laughs> but yeah, nobody wants to hear you like. And your low self-esteem and you beat up yourself. No. And the only reason to do that on a first date is so that, oh, I'm so stupid. 
No, you're not. To get that, that oh, weird fishing. praise. They're that, fishing. They're fishing. They're fishing for compliments. That's it. That's yeah. the Don't only a, reason to do that. It, would it be a catfish for compliments? Uh, you, Maybe. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, I don't think it would be catfishing. <laughs> yeah, no. But. Listen, but listen, I save the self-deprecation for the stage. Like, that's <laughs> 99% of my humor is just making fun of myself. Like, oh, this is actually a fun story. So last night uh, I was doing a show at Black Apple with... Um, a bunch of my favorite comedians. Um, but two of them we were talking to, uh, Laura Wiederhoft and uh, Xavier Claiborne. We were uh, going over jokes for this next roast battle because all three of us are in it. And, um, you know, I had written some really good jokes about the person that Laura's going against, so I was sharing those with her. And then we were just kind of like talking about other roast battle jokes that we've done. And me and Xavier are going against each other in the first round. And he goes, well, Beth, since you're so good at self-deprecating humor, could you just write about five jokes about yourself for me? (laughs) 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 And I go, literally, just go up there and do my set. And then like you'll be good to go. (laughs) Just roast yourself. (laughs) Just roast yourself. (laughs) I'm like, literally, you could literally just go up there and like tell my jokes that I tell about myself on stage and you'd probably win. <laughs> so yeah, don't be that guy on a date anyway. Yeah, yeah don't roast yourself on a date. Well, yeah. and that kind of falls under the category of don't talk about yourself too because if you're being self-deprecating, all you're doing is talking about yourself. You're encouraging them and, not to go on a second date with right, you. Right. Here are the reasons why right. you should not date me. So yeah. yeah, unless you're trying to get out of the date or ever seeing this person ever again, you know, don't do that. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Definitely. So well, I think that's what not to do. Um, and, and that's the what of a first date? Well, there's one more thing that we didn't talk about. That and I, I think we've got time to do that. Okay, perfect. The what that we really, I really have been dying to talk about. The how. The how. Well, not the how. We no. didn't talk about the, the one what. Okay. Do you have sex on a first date or do you not? Interesting. That's the... What are your thoughts, Missy? Yeah, so I think that a lot of that has to do with culturally how you're, you know, where you're brought up, how you're brought up, like all of that. I'm Chicago trash, so. (laughs) I was raised in a conservative Christian community and a conservative Christian family, you know, like, so my views on sex are going to be more conservative probably than somebody that was not raised in that same situation. Um, but I, I would say no, like okay. sex okay. is off the table until I know that I can have, um, a trusting, reciprocal, respectful relationship with that person. Um, also that you know, coffee shop's going to get real weird if you have sex in there <laughs> on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just me being funny. But no, I love that attitude. No, that makes sense. I absolutely love that attitude. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think if if more men would go into a first date with, I'm not going to have sex, yeah. and put that off the table, mm-hmm. they would be able to focus and have a more enjoyable first date. And you wouldn't have to have so many first dates if you really just focused on that quality more than, you know... Sure, quali- qual- yeah. quality yeah. over quantity. So like, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess, you know, because... Yeah, if you go in there and you you're not just thinking about like, oh, do I want to bang this girl or not? Yes, no, next, you know, kind sure. of thing. Which um, you know, I think naturally and everybody's probably been guilty of that. Um, but you know, okay, so yeah. so Brian and I were talking about like I was saying like I have like a sort of a bit that I'm working on where it's like, are we supposed to have sex with you on the first date or not? Because I feel like, you know, if you like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Like if you don't mm-hmm. Then it's kind of like, oh, well, she's a prude. And then if you do, you never hear from them again. So it's like. My view on that is if you want a second date, you put out on the first date. That's what he said. I was like, fuck you, Brian. <laughs> Quit trying to. D- you just want to say that on the show so people want to fuck you every day. <laughs> this is not your forum to do that, all right? <laughs> but. I can understand. You know, I just. I- I think that um, there's there's an author, and I can't remember his name, but it's a, a husband and wife duo that wrote a book, and it was initially titled How to Avoid Marrying a Jerk, and then they rewrote it um, to How to Avoid Dating a Jerk. Um, I love it. Because too many people who, you know, when they wrote it as marrying, 
a jerk. They were writing it for people who were dating, but people wouldn't buy the book because they weren't married um, or they weren't looking to get married. Ah. They were just wanting to date. So, yeah, I like that. Um, but they wrote this book. Yeah, and it's got it's got a, a model in there that um, is used for suggesting when physical relationship is appropriate if what you're looking for is a long-term healthy relationship. If that's not what you're looking for, if what you're looking for is just to hop in the sack with people, um, then just do that. That's a you good point. You have to be honest about that being sure. what you're looking for right up at, you know, at the very beginning. Because um, if you're if you're looking for just getting you know your dick wet here and there, right, um, but you're right, sitting at the table across from someone who's wanting a long term relationship, this probably isn't the right match. Oh, and, but at the same time, uh, do you not think that a a long term relationship can stem from a one night stand? Not necessarily a one night stand, but having sex on the first date. I'm going to hmm. say that it's possible because anything's possible. Sure. But yeah, I mean, that's I true. mean there's, there's people who get married without ever having met. True. Um, that's you true. Know, like I have a friend whose parents uh, were married during the Khmer War. And so basically during the Khmer War, uh, they were euthanizing any person under a certain age that was not married because they were considered worthless to the population. So, oh, fuck, I'd be dead um, a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> so her parents actually uh, answered the call, you know, like to meet at this, this courtyard and they were married in a ceremony with like 50 other people and the way that it went was it was just like you and you stand here, you and you stand here. So it wasn't even like They'd never met each other. They didn't even speak before they were married. And then all of a sudden they were married and they've been married for 30 plus years. But yeah, Um, you know what? There's like arranged marriages that are like that, you know, like I think arranged marriages are the way to go. Give me one person I'm supposed to love for the rest of my life. I'll make it work. Give me. No, my dad is not picking out who I'm marrying. (laughs) Give me all of these options. Give me all of these options and I don't know what to do. I guess that's, you know, there's something to that, but also like on the female side of that, when there was like arranged marriages, it was like, you're going to marry the guy with the biggest, like, um, uh, what do they call that? Dowry? Mm-hmm. The, you know, the guy that's going to be the, the, the best benefit to our to family. your family, you know, sure. and like, and I, it's funny because again, I have a bit that I have about this where like my, it's about me and like my dad and him being concerned about me not being married yet. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, like, because our name is worth so much because you did so good for it or whatever. Like, thank God it's not the 1920s where I should have been married by now. Like, but um, yeah, so yeah, it's funny because your side of it is like, yeah, I don't really care. Whoever, just let's do this. And like me, I'm like, you better have a big dowry because my family sucks. <laughs> a big dowry. Yeah. Dowry. Hey, oh. Is that what they yeah. Those are the finger quotes. Can- probably find you a goat yeah <laughs> i mean and that's part of it yeah some livestock for my daughter right uh, that's literally like, part of the joke i've been trying to fuck with where i'm like yeah sorry dad you didn't have enough cows or whatever <laughs> like offer someone yeah. else's family so, yeah, i mean sure it's possible that two people who show up for a one-night stand can end up having a long-term relationship but Notice I said two people who were both looking for a one night stand showed up to a table. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't I I think if one person shows up with long term intentions and the other person shows up with a one night stand in mind, it it could still possibly happen. I mean, obviously it's a possibility, but I don't know that the that the fit is it gonna be exactly right. I I, yeah, I, I like enough. to think that any man that meets me is basically just gonna fall in love with me the minute he sees me, so <laughs> Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> That's a joke. I mean, anything's possible, right? <laughs> oh, burn. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's like you kind of just, I, I guess it's all about just, you know, showing up and letting the cards fall where they may. But, you know, it, it, from a guy's perspective, I guess. Hearing Brian say, you know, that's how you guarantee a second date is like, okay, well, I guess it's not dooming yourself to. I, you know, and in all honesty, and not to be a shithead or a dickhead about this, but like, just because you put on a put out on the first date doesn't mean I'm never going to talk to you again. It's just happened to me, you know, before. So it's kind of like, okay. 
But it also doesn't mean that you will. I mean, putting out on the first date means nothing. It just means that you um, went through the mechanics of an intimate relationship with someone. There is no actual intimacy in a relationship when you don't know who the person is. Yeah. Um, so you're just going through the mechanics, and it's not it's not meaningful to anyone for any purpose. It's just something to do. Right. So the sex that you have in the beginning of a relationship on the first date, whenever that happens, is not going to be the same as the sex that you may have with that person after you really get to know them. That's true. Good that point. is very true. Yeah, definitely. That's You're too good. smart for this podcast. Missy. Right. Missy. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Brian, dum dum. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think that because a woman quote unquote lack for a better term puts out on the first date means that that's that's it that's the end of it I think that there's there can be more that happens after that yeah I think so too and even if he doesn't call you again maybe he'll accidentally leave a response an expensive ring at your house maybe it's you know <laughs> maybe it's a prize from his work that's uh, the UK a Lincoln dealership uh, you know <laughs> And maybe you could uh, make it worth your trouble to pawn said ring. Not that anybody in here has done that because this doesn't haven't. sound like a personal story at all. No, it's not. Yeah. You just never know what's going to happen. Anything's possible, right? Anything is possible. You're right. You're right. Um, I mean, I think it's a point that you just dying, have to right? trust and believe in your gut and what your gut is telling you is going to be right for you in that moment at that time um, sure. as, the, as the night goes on, you know, as you're meeting someone new. If your gut says this is the direction I need to go, then maybe that's the direction to go. But if your gut is saying I should wait... Well, see, Brian and then doesn't you think. Don't wait. That's yeah. when it becomes disappointing. <laughs> see, Brian doesn't think with his gut. He thinks with his penis ninety percent of the time. Or my brain, which we've also dubbed. We've my also penis. we've also decided <laughs> that that there's actually just a penis inside of his head where his brain should be. <laughs> right. And right. The, exactly. There's no medical proof to dispute that either. So <laughs> he's. Have you ever had a cat scan? I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying, have there, you ever seen a cat scan of Brian? There may be Nobody a penis has. in my head. I don't. Yeah. I, it's yeah. possible. I haven't seen any evidence There's disputing dispute that. that. Yeah. Yeah. If the you jury are is still listening out. to the podcast and you are a brain doctor, you are, know, please yeah. allow us to do a scan of Brian's brain. Yeah. <laughs> Radiologic technicians out there listening? For free, for free, obviously. Yeah. For free, obviously. Like, I'm not paying pro for bono. this. this I'm not pro paying bono. to find out that there's a real brain inside my head. But but wouldn't that be a great episode? We can just record from the actual radiology oh, yeah. cat scan And then to studio. find out that there's an actual penis inside my head. <laughs> and, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know we're really going to do this one day, right? It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because... Surely there's a brain in there, right? I mean, maybe. Maybe? The jury is still out. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> and I think that brings anything. us to a I think that brings us to a great wrap up point that mm. anything is possible. You know, dates, make them inexpensive, always give yourself an easy out when it comes to activities. Um Real we, quick before we get oh, to yeah. the wrap up. Yeah. Beth your most successful first dates, what's going through your mind? What are your intentions? What are you looking for? What are you not looking for? Most successful first dates. God, that's just what's so sad is that my I haven't had a lot of really successful first dates. But, um, but success is, is measured Yeah, I mean, it's not that I haven't been in relationships, you know, so it's not that. But um, obviously, like, you know, to me, there's this, like, I guess you would call it genesis sais quoi, where you just either connect with that person sure. or you don't. And, yeah. you know, it's kind of like going back to what Missy was saying earlier. Like, I talk a lot. I'm like, gaga da gaga ga the whole time. And if there's somebody that can keep up with me on that speed and they have just as much funny shit to say. Right. And, like, we did something fun and, you know, it was that easy out. And then we both decided we wanted to continue by doing something you know, more fun later, you know, like we went out for mini golf, we liked each other, we decided to go out for drinks afterwards. And then, you know, that went so well that then you end up getting to that point where you're like, okay, are we gonna have sex or not, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, 
that's where the real like anxiety comes in for me because it's not like I have a tough time having an enjoyable time with somebody, but I'm always stressed like, oh my God, yeah, I want to have sex. But you know, then it's like, if I have sex with him, he's never going to talk to me again. And that's when I start getting in my own head about stuff too much. But yeah, other than that, you know, that's sort of, you can't even really explain what it is, is the connection that you feel with somebody that you want to continue that date as long as possible. Fair enough. Um, Yeah. Same question, Missy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I forget the question, but same question, Missy. Yeah, so, <laughs> I, I mean, the most successful first dates I've had, um, I think I'm going to go along with what Beth is saying. There's kind of an ease of yeah. communication and just being together. Okay. Um, you know, for me, it's also a little bit about seeing how they're treating the other people that are around us. So, like, yes, yeah, yeah, great yeah. point. The bartenders, the servers, you know, yeah. He, he didn't hold doors open for other people. He actually shut the door in this old lady's face. And I was just like, whoa. And I went back and opened the door. Because I'm like, come on. Like, Missy, you're, you're the, the best for yeah. You want um, another one for me, is though, so real quick, not being, to interject, yeah. but. Um, another one for me is I will look at how much you tip that server if you paid. Okay. And if you t- shit yeah. tip that server, pff, all bets are off. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. yeah, sorry, not to yeah. interrupt, but I just thought about that and that was an important Yeah, thing for say. sure. Um, you know, and also I, I've mentioned before in the last podcast that it's like, you know, by the time I get to a first date, when I'm doing the online dating thing, you know, I kind of waited a little while before I would meet people. So I would talk to them for a little while. So if they actually put some thought into the date to make sure that it was something that I've mentioned at some point in time that I would enjoy or like, then that was a big bonus point for me, Um, which that doesn't necessarily tie into the whole coffee date thing, but, um, but it does, it ties into the other, what if they listened and they showed that they had listened. Yeah. Um, I love that. So I liked that. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Anything for the yeah. any tips for the ladies on it, Bri? Um Right. Show up relaxed. Don't treat it like it's this is your um interview for the proposal. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or you know, this is not your aisle. This is not your what's the word for it? I'm trying to think. This is not your blank to the altar. Um, yeah. Oh. Stairway to heaven? Stairway to heaven. Um <laughs> Yeah, this is this is not your like l- take it easy. Yeah. I but another thing, and I can't say this for all guys, but women, please don't treat us like we're just trying to fuck you. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And Brian says this sure. a lot and this is, you know, this is God's truth. Like as much as, you know, Brian does have penis brain, don't he doesn't want, you know, he is genuinely, you know, has looked for somebody to be a partner, you know, and and so when okay. you know girls walk in just thinking that, you know, it it does really get to him. Right. So yeah, yeah. Don't think of this as like, hey, this guy's. Tr- oh, oh my god! What happened? <laughs> Technical difficulties. Oh gosh. Okay, we're okay. okay. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Sorry, Missy. Are you still there? I am. Oh, thank oh, God. Thank God. <laughs> there was like a weird. There was that weird pause. And it was but, like a weird crack, and they thought someone wrong with the electronics. Oh yeah. anyway. um, but don't show I, up. I thought maybe you guys had moved the equipment or table or something, but. <laughs> we we yeah, accidentally so, unplugged you. You almost yeah. died. We saved your life. Yeah. Um, but don't show up for Thanks a first date. saving me. Absolutely. <laughs> we got you, girl. Don't show up for a first date thinking this guy just wants sex. Don't show up for a first date thinking this guy's just going to pay for my dinner. Yes. Actually show right. up. Actually show up with an open mind and try to think that like, hey, this guy might be trying. Yes, read all of those signs. Yeah, but I don't, love that. Yeah, don't just treat me like I'm going to be... Look, you're a piece of meat, Brian. I hate that. I don't like being treated like a piece of meat. I'm so glad to hear that. That is real refreshing. But, you know. But also, if you both decide as consensual adults that you want to treat him like a piece of meat later on. Go for it. Do it. Don't be afraid that he's not going to call you again. Or, you know, accept the fact that, you know, if you do it right the first time. (gasps) Oh. Is that what it is? (laughs) <laughs> did I say That's it? That's what it is. Did I say it? Oh, is that why they didn't call me back? Oh. Brian, fuck. Mm. See, these are the insights of having a male best friend. Episode four of First Dates. <laughs> <laughs> How to did fuck you right. Did intake of gasp of surprise from in surround sound on that? Yeah. Like, Beth yeah. and I both 
took a big like, oh, like are you kidding? You just but said that. That's why he's on the show. We need to hear these things. I mean, a, par- a portion of that, yeah. A portion Don't of that me- does come into to effect. Like, I think a lot of guys will give the benefit of the doubt if it doesn't. Me, it's it's a personal thing. It's it's difficult to make me climax. It really is. If you don't do that in the first date, it's not like three Gonna strikes you're out. World, yeah. But if the, the, we're expecting a progression, and I'm sure women by are day too. three, it could literally be three strikes. <laughs> right. I'm sure girls are looking for a progression as well. If there's yes. not a progression with men. It's the same thing. The first time is always going to be awkward. Absolutely, and I think you you should expect that. Um, It's going to be awkward. It's going to because you don't know each other. You don't know what this person likes. They don't know what you like. Hopefully, because as we mentioned earlier, you're not supposed to talk about that on the first date. Anyway, let's let's do a wrap up. Okay, so the wrap up is you know uh, we decided that you know uh, what to talk about. You know, just keep talking. You know, don't you know. I think we've kind of learned that, you know, even on a first date, even if sex is a possibility on the first date, wait for the second date. You're both going to know each other that much more. Definitely. You're going to be able to read each other a little bit more. You're going to understand what this person likes. All of the things that you're not supposed to mention on a first date, you probably shouldn't even have sex on a first date. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, activities, there's, you know go for something where you have a an out at the end of it that you could always go afterwards if they do the afterwards then they like you and i will say like you know for a first date activity don't take me bowling don't take beth bowling i'm i'm gonna <laughs> she's giving me a look but i literally are, just said take me bowling earlier. no we are both competitive people and yeah when somebody oh, okay. <laughs> Us specifically not the population greater yeah. population right yeah no activities Keep the activities to something easy going and light. Mini golf right. is fine. I don't give a shit about find mini a, golf. But bowling, a, yeah. yeah. Find a team activity because if two people are, are bowling, oh I'm gonna I'm gonna take it I'm gonna hold it against you if you Oh beat you me better at bowling. Be, and I won't be able to forget about it for the no. rest of the night if nope. you beat me. Nope. Which you won't. <laughs> nope. Find a t- <laughs> Find a team activity. I'm going to on on my bowling day. I'm going to trash talk you both, and I'm going to lose, but I'm still going to be acting like I won. I love it. Yeah. I love that. Okay, yeah, do it. And yeah. She, and as a, most gentlemen could probably take a step back and say, "Okay, I'm going to let this woman win." But then when I do win, no. don't let it take your manhood away, okay? Because then for the rest of the night, you just feel emasculated, and then it's like, okay. Right. If you beat me at bowling, there's nothing I can do for you in the bedroom after. But mini golf, no one really gets a shit about that. It's, so it's, no. it's, it's like so silly. It's like a, such a silly activity. Right. Because no one is fucking great at mini golf, okay? Hey, you like, know what? <laughs> find a group activity to where you can both be on the same team on laser tag. An escape tag. room or laser tag. Yeah, and That's we kick the great. shit out of those six-year-olds. But don't beat me at bowling on a first date. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, I guess we should have said that from the beginning. I was just, you know, you know me. I'll start talking about something and I'll think of something, and then we're like, we just, we just destroy that theory later. (laughs) But you know, anyway. So yeah, so we learned a bunch of different things today. Um, we also want to, uh, I guess this is our little shout outs corner. Is yeah. that, are we there now? Yeah, I think okay. we're there. Um, so I want to give out a shout out to several people that I had the pleasure of performing with this weekend at the Black Apple uh, Cider Day Saturday night shows. Um, Mike Denny, he is one of the co-founders of um, Joplin, Missouri Comedy. And he has a really great show called Not That Kind of Beer Show. So definitely please check. Is that a podcast? Is that a... It is a show. It is... Uh, like a TV show? I'm going to... It's a show. It's a show. It's a show. It's a show. Okay. Um, Aaron Naylor and Tristan Newell were two comedians from Kansas City, Missouri, who I had the pleasure of hosting at my home this weekend. And then they were the headliners last night at Black Apple. I'll say it again. Aaron Naylor and Tristan Newell, please watch them. They are so funny. They're so funny. I was literally, it's been a long time since I've cried laughing. I cried laughing at both of their sets. They were out of control. Yeah. Um, We also want to thank Samantha Hunt. Oh, 
for our intro song. We've forgotten her a, a couple of uh, so, episodes, but oh, please check her out on Facebook, Instagram, her band Honey Shuffle. Just look at sounds, Honey Shuffle. Definitely check yeah, that out for sure. And um, uh, the one last thing I want to mention is that August third is the roast battle that I've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, it is going to be such a great show. It's going to be at it's stage. It's a good lineup. It's a great lineup. It is a good lineup. Everybody in that one is money. I'm going against Xavier Claiborne, and I am sweating up a storm about it because mm-hmm. he's really funny. But yeah, so August 3rd at Stage 18, get your tickets early because they oh, every show ever has always sold out. And so. it's a, it, I mean, it's a big venue, but they have limited seating. And they do, yeah. It's r- really hard to get comfortable. It's not hard to get comfortable in that place, but I like to sit at the bar. Whenever I'm sitting at the bar, there's always three lines of people waiting for drinks. Definitely. It's hard for me to get comfortable. And it's a good show. It's It's a really good show. It's such a good show. It's It's a really good show. It's where all of us comedians really bring out our best shit. So it's, yeah. Yeah. So definitely get your tickets for that. Um, That was all the shout outs I had. Right. Um, Shout out to Missy. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Missy, thank you for being in this. Thank you for being in the studio again with us. I, <laughs> I don't know why your voice sounds like you're on the phone. It's so weird. That microphone must be messed it up. It must be. I've got to get this figured out. <laughs> but Missy, we're do, um, this should this is going to air on July 18th. Is there anything after that that you want to bring attention to? Uh, I'm something just happened with the sound quality and I didn't hear something about July 18th. Yeah, so we're going to release this episode on July 18th. Is there there anything happening after July 18th that you'd like to bring attention to? Um, after July 18th, um... No, okay. I don't think so. We we just wanted to check. We you know we, we want to give everyone a chance to give shout outs if you want. Yeah, to. fair enough. Yeah, I mean I can give a shout out to my friends that are going to be coming to the lake trip with me that weekend that you guys I guess aren't coming to. Wait, what? Wait, what? Hold on. Wait a minute. I didn't say I wasn't going. Why I, are we? Why aren't we invited to this? No, we were. We are. You were invited. We are. Ryan. No, stop. 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 He forgot to tell me. I've got my boys um, the 21st and the 22nd is when I have your lake day in my calendar. Is that still true? Oh, yeah. That okay. is true, yeah. All right. So, okay. I mean, it's it's open. You're on the calendar. We're doing it. We're doing it. So, um, July 22nd, Missy has got a lake day planned out. Oh, well, well thank you for sharing that with yeah. me, Brian. And Missy, I would yeah. love to come. So, And if any of our listeners want to come, we should just meet up at the lake. Yeah, but not on the first That's date. Right. You won't come. I'm, if you can find us, we will celebrate all together. Right. Yeah. Um, um, I think Beth that, and I are going to hand out autographs. <gasps> Wait, there's one more thing that we want to talk about. Okay. We have a speed dating event that we're still working on. Yes. It's not really, it's not, it's not going to be called speed dating because we're going to do something way more fun and it's edgy be with so it. It's going to so much more fun. It's not going to be speed dating. I mean, yes, you're going to rotate tables and there's going to be you're different You're going to meet people suitors. in a natural environment that's not online. You'll be able to see them, that they're not catfishing you. You'll be able to quickly get out of a situation that you're not interested in. Right. So it will be the best dating experience you'll ever be able. And we're gonna we're gonna do something real fun with that. We're like, gonna do a lot of the things that we've talked about is like rotating tables and having trivia. So your speed dating event might be, and I'm sorry, but just trivia. You're gonna be. answer trivia questions, and there's oh. gonna be yeah, there's gonna be a winner. Um, there's going to be a table winner. Um, we've talked about having our friends, um, comedian with, friends, come comedian friends and from do comedians like, NWA. Maybe you talk with each other about coming up with a topic for the comedian to talk about, or you know, something. It's going to make it not awkward. You're going to have something to already go in talking with this person about, right? And you know what I thought would be cool? Let's find two people in the speed dating, not speed dating uh, event. That enjoy karaoke and have those two people sing on stage together. Yes, and have them sing karaoke. I mean, this is not going to be the normal, boring speed dating to where one person sits down. Let's just call it a dating. Well, it's a dating event. Actually, this sounds like a really fantastic event. Right. Sounds super fun. Yeah. It's just a dating event. It's not going to be speed dating. It's not going to be this. It's not going to be this trashy fucking speed dating thing. No, no, no. 
we're gonna make it fun. We're gonna make it. It's an not gonna be your mother's night. speed dating night. <laughs> it's not gonna be that. <laughs> it sounds kind of like it's just. It's like you're just going on a date with maybe 15 people that night. Yeah. Okay. You know, and then, however many people and, show up, like, and, right? It's yeah. A party that is a date, and we will help. In attendance. And we will help you dial down who you have the most in common with, and who you might end up. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a mix between like a speed dating and a matchmaking and a party entertainment experience. Absolutely. Missy, have you ever been yeah, to a speed like dating? It. Have you ever have you ever been to a speed dating event? I have not. The girls and I talked about going quite a bit, like yeah. years ago, when it was kind of the thing, you know, that everybody was doing. What stopped um, you? But What's we the, never did. What stopped you from going? Well, I think oh, usually it was. Like during the week, it wasn't on a weekend. Okay. And okay. Once you ah, get see? adult life and you start working, it's just not so amazing to go out during the week. Okay. I so. that's what I told Brian. I said it should be a Saturday or Sunday. See, and I didn't want to give up my Friday or Saturday doing speed dating. So that's yeah. We're gonna have to get this figured out. We will, but just keep it in your little radars because we're going to definitely have something really fun for you to do where you can hopefully meet people locally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We got anything else? That's um, it. That's okay. Great. That's um, it. But Missy, thank you again. And uh, yeah. We're going to try. Yeah. Thanks so much. Th- yeah. Um, we're going to try for to have a little sign off. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we may have a contest involved in it. Right now we have Frank's and Beanie's. Well, t- we, we want to say take care, you little Frank's and Beanie's. Take care, you little Frank's and Beanie's. But we can. We feel like you I can like do better. It. I feel like the audience, the listeners, can do a lot better. So we're gonna do a contest. We want to do a contest, and please email us your ideas for our closers at fnbpodcast at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna throw in a t shirt. We're gonna we're yeah. gonna ma- we're gonna come up with a prize pack for you. Yeah. But right now we're kind of stuck on Frank and, Frank's and beanies because well, take we care feel you like Frank's and beanies. Take care, you little Frank's and beanies. We feel like the whole concept of Frank's and Be- Frank and Beans is lost on a lot of people, and eh, that's the, the new... The sexual innuendo is lost. Right, and we need to make that more prevalent. Yeah. So, in order to do that, we want the listeners to email, email us their ideas of how to close the show. Yep. But for now, take care, you little Franks and Beanies. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs>